Hey, this is Pastor Joaquin G. Molina from Spring of Life Fellowship, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. I hope you're encouraged with this message and you stay the course to change the world. God bless you. Thank you this morning for being in the house of God. We celebrate moms, spiritual moms, those that have a heart and raising up children that are wise, that'll be instruments in the hands of the Lord, Lord. You know their tears, you know their prayers. We pray that you bring back the prodigals and heal their land, Father God. Heal the families upon the earth, Lord. Father, that we might be a blessing to all the families upon the earth, Lord. That Christ in us would be the hope of glory. That we might walk out this Christianity not because we're religious, not because we're most special, but because your eyes have been upon us and you've given us Christ, the greatest gift that anyone could give. A mom, greatest gift anyone could give a man or woman. We pray that you open our ears to the word of God this morning. Allow us to hear your word, Lord. Bless it and let it take root in our hearts like a good seed that gives forth good fruit and a harvest that glorifies your name. That your word not return void, Lord. That it causes us to move in the right direction so that we might live a life that pleases you 24-7, 365. In Jesus' name, amen. As we're celebrating moms, it's God who produced this in his mind that it's not good for man to be alone, and he brought about the existence and the expression of a woman who would be a man with a womb and would bear fruit and would give forth life, and he deposited this in this amazing person. Uh, we, the majority of us, have had the blessing to understand uh, how special is the heartbeat that beats within the heartbeat. What a privilege to be a mom, to give forth children. Uh, we, we said it last Wednesday when we were talking in the book of Judges that the first thing that the angel told Samson's mom, this is the way you ought to bring up your child and gave him instructions and parameters. Uh, something happened that, that this child went astray and did not keep the line that, his, that God had given his parents. Um, but... Let us not ever divorce a mother from three aspects of our human experience with regards to a home, a marriage, and a family. Um, let's not consider that a mom could be celebrated if she doesn't have the influence she needs to have in a home, in a marriage, and within the context of this thing called family. Um, the other day I was at a restaurant and I was teaching, I was telling the lady, she was like, what is this thing that you guys are doing? And she said, can't a man be a wife and a mother? And the answer is no, that's not God's design. And this world wants to treat a mom like she could be replaced by a man. That's not gonna happen anytime soon. And when you don't have a mother in the home and a mother in the family and in a mother in marriage, you have a curse that perpetuates darkness upon the land. So these women that are mothers, they pray. They are the resource of incredible prayers. Uh, I always say when we get to heaven and we see the answer to our mother's prayers is the expression of every high and glorious expression of our life upon the earth. We're going to freak out that everything that man has attained upon the earth was truly just an answer to a mother's prayer. God has considered to have a ear open to the cry of a mom 
and how she calls out to God for her family and for her children. Uh, she's the resource not of only prayer, but she should be the resource of wise counsel. When she opens up her mouth, it should be the very voice of God speaking. It should be the counsel of the Lord, which brings light to our lives. We used to teach our youth in youth group when we were youth pastors that Proverbs 2020 is lights out when you stop listening to mom. And it says, whoever curses his father and mother, his lamp will be put out in deep darkness. If you're not listening to your mom, you're not living the expression of what God has prepared for you. Some of the young girls here in our church have said that. I had my own way of thinking. I was thinking about doing my own thing. I was shutting out my mom's voice in my life. But every time I listen to her, I see the glory of God. I see the faithfulness of God. I see the blessing of God. And when you shut that down, all you're doing is driving through life with your headlights out. If you shun your mother's counsel, you will be a lamp that's turned out in deep darkness. Prayer, wise counsel, and then this most expression that I've written here, the sacrificial, tireless, unending service that comes out of a mom's life towards her children is far surpasses anything that we could describe upon the earth. Far outweighs any description that we have seen in this tireless, unending, sacrificial service. So yes, cards and chocolate and flowers and reservation at crowded restaurants are due, but much more. Our celebration is to be able to strengthen the direction of a mom's heart by honoring her, by allowing her to feel that she is celebrated and given a special place. At one point in Jesus' life, the people were trying to deviate his heart in giving a measure of undue recognition to moms. And what does that mean? That above all things, we must listen to God. If your mom is not speaking the word of God, you can tell her, excuse me, mom, but God says, and you direct your attention to what God says above what your mom says. Because the earth has suffered people that listen to moms over listening to God. We have seen that this is a curse also upon the land. And Jesus fixed it in Matthew 12, 48. When he asked the question, who is my mother? Who is my mother? And who are my brothers? Who are the people that influence my life and direct my steps? And he says like this, pointing to his disciples in verse 49, he pointed and stretched out his hands, pointing to his disciples and says, this is my mother and these are my brothers. He fixed the priority and the lineage of what a mother speaks. And we have had a horrible time in this church for the last 24 years of mothers who have wanted to usurp the voice of God. God has said one thing and they lift and raise their counsel and voice above the counsel and the voice of God and they bring great ruin to their families because they want to usurp and replace the voice of God. But pointing to his disciples, he says, this is my mom, this is my family. And then he clarifies it in verse 50 saying, those who do the will of my father who is in heaven, these are my brothers and sister and this is my mom. 
in a Christian church, we would have got at least one amen. I always, I was telling the men as we were getting off the airplane this morning, I said, well, what's the best Mother's Day message you've ever heard? Because I have not prepared for a message this morning. And all of a sudden, Pastor Medieros reminded me of my first Mother's Day message 24 years ago. It was godly woman or wicked witch. And when he says that message for Mother's Day, I said, what type of animal would have ever preached that on Mother's Day? And he said, you did, sir. But that was the foundation of our church, day one, that we needed virtuous women. We didn't need rebellious women. And in the Bible, we have the good and the bad and the unusual. In Matthew 14, verse 6, we have a mother whose daughter is dancing before Herod. And he is so freaked out that he's being celebrated on his birthday. And the daughter of Herodias, and you remember that name because she's a wicked woman. The daughter of Herodias, mom Herodias, her daughter was dancing before Herod on his birthday and pleased Herod. So as she pleased Herod, verse 7 says, he promised to give her anything she asked for. Isn't that powerful that one day your children will have a petition in their mouth and they'll want to know what to say and what to ask for. And they're going to run to mom and say, mom, I have an opportunity right now to do whatever can do great big things for God. And it says that he would give her an oath to give her whatever she asked. So she ran to her mom in verse 8. And having been prompted by her mother, she told Herod, give me John the Baptist's head on a platter. That would be similar to somebody in this church going to their mom what do you want? And there's this, give me Pastor Molina's head on a platter. I don't want to hear that man's voice again. But there are wicked women that do not want to hear the counsel of God. And in that day, John the Baptist was a voice that cried in the wilderness. He was telling people to get their lives right before God. And this woman hated the voice of the man of God. And when you despise the counsel of God as a mom, you are in that category of being a wicked woman. And I'm going to tell you that the generation that we're in right now has no lack of these women who cannot stand the counsel of the Lord, who cannot stand the men of God, who walk in a rebellious spirit like this woman. So the king, verse 9, was very upset, but he thought of his promise and his dinner guests were present. So he told one of his men to give her what she asked for. Herod had John, verse 10, John the Baptist's head cut off in prison. In verse 11, his head was brought in on a big plate and given to the girl. Then she carried it to her mom. What does that mean? That the hand who rocks the cradle rules the world. That if you're not careful, you will ruin the blessing of God over your families as you cut off the head of the servants of the Lord. In 2 Kings chapter 6, there's more wicked women to talk about. These two mothers that decided in the time of famine and hunger. The king asked the woman what she wanted. She cried out, you are my king and my master, please help me. 
And he said, if the Lord doesn't help you, then what can I do for you? 2 Kings 6, 27. From the threshing floor to the wine press, he continued, what's wrong? And she answered, a woman said to me, give me your son. Then we could eat him today and tomorrow we will eat your son. Verse 29, so we cooked my son and we ate him. And the next day I said to her, give up your son now that we might eat him. But she hid him. And so these women that trample their children because they do not walk in a relationship with God, the Bible compares them to a foolish ostrich. They do not know that they have hatched children that are called to change the world, but they don't have a counsel, they don't have prayer, and they don't have an influence of a wise woman. These women lived in the Bible. In Proverbs 23, they would counsel their children in ways that would order their steps in a marvelous way. You could read the entire uh, Proverbs 23, but primarily this is what a woman should be telling her children in verse 22, listen to your father. The greatest blessing for our children is to have a mom that points them to the instruction of a father. And when you lift up strife, and you lift up confusion, and you divide your house, your, heart, your children's hearts will be divided within them. And the Bible says that this is the ingredients for chaos and confusion in the land. But a wise woman says, listen to your father who begot you, and do not despise your mother when she is old. Verse 23, buy truth and do not sell it. Side always, not on the side of feeling, sentiment, or want, but on the side of truth. Also choose wisdom and instruction and understanding. Walk in the ways. Verse 24, walk in the way of the father of righteousness so that he will be greatly rejoiced. Bring joy to your heart. And he who begets a wise child will have endless joy and delight in him. Verse 25, let your father and your mother be glad and let those who gave birth to you rejoice in your wise and godly counsel. This is what leads families to championships. It's not listening outside of the blessing of God our Father. So I want to celebrate moms today. I want to say that I, I believe that the formation of my calling and, and my adherence to the wisdom of God has been the counsel that's been on the lips of my mom since the time we've come to the Lord. In Proverbs 31, we have a wise woman, and she also, the Bible says, would teach her son who would be keen. Proverbs 31, verse 1. These are the words of King Lemuel, the representation of God's voice which his mother taught him. So a lot of men say women cannot teach, and I want to say that women are the best teachers of all when they teach the fear of God, when they walk in the wisdom of God. And here it is, she teaches him in verse two saying, what, O oh my son, what, O oh my son of my womb, what, O oh son of my vows. We've all promised God to give them our children when they were born. And some women usurp their children from God and from godly counsel. Hannah was one that promised God when I have Samuel, I'm going to make sure that he's raised up to be the greatest prophet that Israel has ever had. He will counsel 
Israel. Verse 3, do not give your strength to women. If you're a good mom, you're going to teach your sons to stay away from wicked women. Don't allow your ways to be destroyed with that that destroys kings. She will mark out the security of the steps he is to take so that he could champion his life for God. Verse 4, it is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to desire strong drink. She continues to open up her mouth in a direction that blesses his journey to please God. The Bible continues on to describe the virtuous woman and how you attain to that. And the Bible says many women have done well, but you are greatest of them all. You excel them above them all. While some women look for charm and others are deceptive in seeking the vanity of beauty, the woman who fears the Lord shall be greatly praised. Verse 31 of Proverbs 31 says, let the fruit of her hands and her works praise her in the city. So God has given us all the ingredients to champion life and to be able to rightly balance these things. I think the aberration or the dysfunction of our lives to overweigh, uh, we, as we started traveling the nations, some moms were telling their husbands, get rid of your wife. You know, you could stay with your mom and, and go find another wife somewhere else. That's out of order. And that's a curse upon the land. But we need women who stand up to celebrate the order of God and the balance of God and the wisdom of God and be able to bestow upon their children the crown. They will be the fruits that testify of her excellence in the days to come. Father, we pray for women around the world to adhere your recipes ingredients to champion life how awful it is a mother who refuses to pray and to call upon the name of the lord how awful it is a woman who doesn't know the word of god and does not live the word of god as an example to be followed by her children and how awful it is oh god for women who have decided to not raise up a marriage honor a husband promote a father in honor so that the children might be blessed. We pray, oh God, that these ingredients and recipes for a world-changing mom would be our reality today. And we pray that you add your blessing to this word so that it allows a generation of moms to rise up, not like these women who ate their sons, not like this woman who called upon the head of a man of God. We pray for virtuous women who have great wisdom in their walk and above their talk, their lives speak volumes for they serve Jesus Christ with excellence. They offer up their children to be servants of the Lord in this generation. We bless you. We thank you. We bless our moms. We ask you to heal their hearts, to restore them and to give them the answer of the prayers they've been praying, oh God. We give you thanks for their lives and we bless them in Jesus' name and all the house of God says, amen.